As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's Sentence Clarity Rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com podcasts. Hey, it's Chris from The Morning Mix. I had the opportunity to chat with Joel McHale. You know him from Community. If you're watching The Bear right now, you know him from that. He's got a small role on The Bear. He is going to be in town Saturday, August 20th at Rivers Casino Event Center here in Chicago. So go ahead, get your tickets. He must be 21 and over. One night only with Joel McHale. We talk about comedy. Uh, He has an insane story of what actually happened to him when he was on stage at a Florida nightclub. I've never heard this happening to a comedian. I'm blown away. Also, we're going to try to edit it, but, you know, we got pretty relaxed and we dropped a few F-bombs here or there. There might have been an S-word or two. But, hey, what can you do when you're on one of the best comics and, you know, they just get relaxed? So please enjoy Joel McHale. And here we are. Hey, how's it going? I'm well. You? I'm doing really, really well. Where in the world are you? I am sitting at the SeaTac uh, Airport here in Seattle. I have a flight in, oh, uh, 40 minutes. Oh, nice. Uh, right for, I uh, hosted an event here last night, so uh, I uh, I am zipping back out. Oh, and, uh, yeah. And are you, uh, when will you get, so you're here in Chicago. You're going to be here on Saturday night at uh, Rivers Casino at the event center there. Um, where yeah. are you on tour right now? Will you have any stops between Seattle and Chicago or will that be your next show? That will be the next show. And then I have another show, ironically, back there in Seattle out in, um, out in the sticks. Uh, and then, um, Ken Jong and I will start doing shows together. So these are all these doing these shows. Well, helps me develop material and, you know, keeps me in shape, but it also gets me ready for the shows with Ken. That's all. Have you and Ken done stuff together on tour like that before? A few times, yes. And then we um, host the New Year's Eve thing for Fox. Right. So um, we have a natural, as I like to say, or unnatural uh, rapport where we just yell at each other and make fun of each other. And you guys, did you meet for the first time on Community or did you know one another before that? I did not know him, and I literally, I knew, of course, I knew about him, um, but I I met him on set, I think, on the first week of shooting, and they were, we got Ken Jong, and that was when he was coming off of Hangover, so he was, you know, supernova hot, uh, and people, you know, were talking about him, and the first thing I said to him was, why the fuck did you come to this show? Why would you do this? You're a movie star. And uh, he was like, oh, the script was really good, and I want to spend time at home. And I was like, oh, that's very smart. Yeah. Oh, that was and a real answer. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's no bullshit. That's really, really uh, astute. And uh, and then we 
screwed around for six years, and and somehow we are now we, are, we look at each other we're like you, we are very old now. <laughs> Well, because I see you guys on Mass Singer a lot. Like, you'll just show up. It seems like, and I could be wrong, it seems like you might just be like, hey, man, I'm going to come by the show today. You know what I mean? Like that, which I think is great from an audience perspective. Yeah, you know, it does kind of feel that way in a very weird way, which is not the usual sort of hyper nervous energy around television. They will, and sometimes they're like, hey, do you want to drop by on Tuesday? And I'm like, it's freaking Sunday morning. And they're like, yeah, how about Tuesday? And I'm like, all right. Yeah, I guess um, so. That is, yeah, for Fox is um, surprisingly very casual and cool about that stuff. And they, did you hear the man announcing, keep your cars moving? Uh, <laughs> like, they're surprisingly cool about it. And it really, and I know that it's such a cool thing and it's such a popular show, but Fox is, um, culture is really like, hey, do you want to hang out? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And it's, I will say it's the only network that I've worked for that, like I get texts directly from the president going, they'll be like, yeah, he'll be like, I saw you on that, uh, I saw you in the crossword puzzle. I'm like, oh, cool, Charlie, thanks. <laughs> and that that doesn't happen. That So it's wonderfully kind of um, not as corporate as as you'd think. Well, talking about hot shows, um, my wife and I love The Bear. We're watching The Bear, and, you know, we're just, you know, plugging along. Love the show. It's about Chicago. We're here in Chicago. And the performances are great. Right. And all of a sudden, you show up, and you're the, like, cruelest chef on the pl- – you're like Gordon Ramsay times three. And I was like, this is – wait a second. How did that all come together for you, uh, landing on The Bear like that? That was awesome. Yeah, uh, that was, uh, as I have said in other interviews, um, that three minutes, I got, I've gotten more response from that than an entire season of a CBS sitcom that I did. And uh, no joke. And um, <laughs> I, that came together because Chris Storer, uh, who wrote it and created the whole thing and directed it, he is Gillian Jacobs' boyfriend of many years. And Gillian was on Community. Right. And he asked if I would come in and do this role. And he would... It, he said, just come in for the morning. I flew in from Atlanta. Maybe I flew in from LA. I can't remember. But he was like, just come in and do it, and you'll be done by lunch. And that is exactly what happened. And um, we, I, believe me, it was, I was so happy to do it. And as you know, I am very good at playing dicks. Yeah. <laughs> so it comes natural. It's total- no problem. Yeah, I don't know how it got to be where I could just um, that just it flows out of me. It's like a composer. Is it? Uh, is so, it weird? Yeah, it was super fun and yeah, and it was great. Yeah, I love that show. Is it weird at all when that happens? We're like, hey man, we just need you to come in and like be a dick for a couple of minutes, and then you're good. And you're like, oh yeah, I'm that guy. Cool. Or are you? You know what I mean? Is it a weird request when that happens? <laughs> uh, I'm flattered deeply. Always. <laughs> Hello, how's it going? I know you. I know you too. Nice <laughs> to see you. Right on. Have a good day. Like right on. Good luck to your uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Um, just got a Toronto Blue Jay hat. Um, there you go. I but, like. Uh, I like the. Uh, I like you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. If if someone says we want you to come in and play this super nice guy, then I'm like, oh man. Now I'm really gonna have to figure out this character. Right. Uh, no. I'm, uh, I don't. Yeah. I think I'm so. 
uh, I don't know, sarcastic all the time that I think people just assume I can play a dick, which I can. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, uh, yes, it's, my wife was, yeah, she was like, yeah, you really were an asshole. Way to go. <laughs> and uh, thanks a lot, babe. And so, yeah, no, I believe me, that stuff, I don't know. I, even as a kid, I was thrilled by playing villains and jerks and i just liked it and and uh, yeah it's probably a character flaw well i think there's kind of like a i don't know what the word would be but knowing that hey man you're allowed to act this way and we want you to act this way and there's no repercussion for it in fact we're going to celebrate you when you do it really well so go ahead there's probably got to be like all right this is great you know (laughs) yeah that's right and now i'm paying for it because my children are just as sarcastic as i am so it's it, uh, it has come back to bite me a thousand times. And I hope they use this power for good. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. So yeah. as a stand-up, I'm, I got to imagine that when you were starting out your career, there was a lot of traveling and like driving city to city and flying from this city to that city. And now as, you know, you being a top tier comic that you are selling out venues and traveling the country and things like that, does it ever get easier having to travel the way you do? Or at this point, are you just like, ah, it's a part of the job and this is just how it is? Oh, well, thank you for thinking I'm some sort of top tier (laughs) comic. Uh, I think a lot of people would disagree uh, vehemently against that. Um, uh, Yeah, uh, well... I, the challenges are just slightly different. Yeah. uh, It's gone in a strange way because like when I started really, I didn't start stand up until after I started doing the soup way back when. And so I really didn't know what I was doing. It was just like a bunch of fans that showed up and I thought, this is easy. And then, uh, then, you know, the soup went, was canceled. And then all of a sudden people who did not know me started showing up to shows and I had to do like 2,000 stand-up shows before I felt like, oh, I'm a real comic now. Yeah. I can actually, um, I can do this without having to rely on g- the greatest hits of something I did on cable. So that was a hard learning curve. Now, though, I've done it so many times. Uh, I do it every weekend, basically, that I am now, my big challenge for me is, finding I want it, you know, generating new material and, and keeping people happy. And that, um, you know, that's so the challenges are different. So getting on a plane, uh, is no problem. I, 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 I don't, I don't have a problem. Like of all the things, uh, I don't look at travel as a burden. I just right. kind of, I don't even think about it when I'm doing it. I turn on my iPad, write some jokes and then watch, uh, what we do in the shadows. <laughs> that sounds like a great day. <laughs> yeah. And then I fall asleep and I wake up and they're like, stand on stage, dummy. Yeah, there I'm you like, go. They right. reel me out and I do my set. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, and then, uh, yeah, my wife hasn't seen my comedy in 10 years. So at some point she's going to have to see it. Oh no, that's crazy. That's fun. Okay. So I, um, I'm, I live in Chicago. I'm from Chicago, but my wife and I lived in LA for a time. And while we were out there, I was doing stand up cause I was always interested in it and you know, class clown. And it's like, okay, I'm going to give this thing a shot. And I really enjoyed it, and it was a lot of fun, but I was at a level of doing bringer shows where it's like, okay, if you bring 10 friends, we'll give you six minutes, you know what I mean, that kind of thing. Um, right. But what I quickly learned on stage was I might start doing my set and quickly realize that, like, oh, this audience isn't going to like this thing. I need to turn this direction. 
do you find that at the level you're at, do you have to do that, or do you just like stick to the material and you're not having to waver, or do you have to like pivot with an audience sometimes, depending on maybe where you're at in the country or where you're at in the world? Yes, I would say that happens all the time. I think if you're, I think if you're like at the level of someone like Seinfeld, who you know has jokes down to a science, right. I think they do the same thing. They just pivot to a different group of insanely good jokes. I do a lot of crowd work and but you can feel the crowds change from the first show to the second show and then the first show to the second show on the on Saturday, like the next day. Uh, but sometimes I throw out the entire act because I realize they're not into whatever it is and I don't do any of the jokes from it. And then I just start talking to them and that always goes better than, yeah. than going, no, I, you're going to hear these jokes that I wrote, and now you will, I will shove them down your throat, and you're going to love them, which never works. And uh, so I find that crowd work does great. You know, where it does great is especially in – I do corporate gigs, and if it's like some law firm with all these people that know each other, then they're all afraid to laugh right. too hard. But then a couple will get drunk, and then they laugh too much. <laughs> and that's when then they feel entitled after that. And yes. that's when you can't really go, hey, guys, uh, let, me, let me tell you about this time I was on a public bus in Seattle in the late 80s. And they don't care about that. Right. So, uh, they are, they can, they, as I learned in those situations, in those rooms, especially with corporate gigs, they want to be acknowledged. They want their names to be said out loud and they feel fancy and I'm happy to do it if they're paying me. Yeah, exactly right. It's like, oh, so, I know what, yeah, I know what to do here. Yeah. I feel like I get served a ton of um, like heckler videos on Instagram, but now it feels like it's gotten to a point where people just want to heckle so they can be in the video where they heckled the comic. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's gone too far. Yeah. Are you seeing that like with yeah. social media now? Are you seeing that like whether it's you at a show and the comic before you is or it's happening to you, but People are being more brazen because it's like I'm going to be on I'm going to be on Instagram if I do this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I actually for whatever reason maybe my form of comedy I'm not sure I don't I don't have that many hecklers. I've had, of course I have, right. uh, but I don't have. I was like, oh, is this guy showboating? Usually they're drunk, right? And then as you know, drunks can get really loud. And then if it's really bad and it's super distracting. Then I just turn to the audience. I go, hey, do you guys want this guy here? <laughs> and then they always, and then everyone usually just screams, no. I'm like, get it, get the fuck out, asshole. Yeah, then we're done. And they, then, then they're done. Now, like having a healthy banter is super fun and it all, it, it generates material for me. So sometimes it's helpful. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but when they're, when they're intoxicated, it's it's and they're you know far gone. It doesn't matter what they're not paying it. Yeah, that that's when it just like you got to get them out of there. But if yeah. it's a, if it's a super funny heckler who is quick, then you know it's fun. But then again, I've seen comics like get like a heckler will try to mess with a comic, and the comic will absolutely shut them down to the point where they are insulted and they leave. And I was like, yeah, what are you doing, dude? You're some you're a civilian and that's a comic yeah, exactly, stands right. on stage and does this for a living. You're going to get destroyed here. It's like doing a pickup game of basketball with an NBA player. You're, you don't have a chance. Exactly. I think that because 
I think, like you said, you with kind of more of a sarcastic brand or sarcastic brand of comedy. I don't think people would want to come at you. And then the other guy that always comes to mind is Anthony Jeselnik, because I just feel like he would go so dark on you that why would you want to come at him? So maybe yeah. that's what it is. It's like people know coming to your show, like, let's not fuck with Joel, because I'm pretty sure he'll tear us down and it won't be worth it. <laughs> I get, I do admit, I get pretty excited when people start like, I'm going to be the comic tonight. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do it, man. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, because I haven't been doing uh, this for 15 people, years. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be doing it. Yeah, it, it's just bad. Like, we had a woman in Naples, Florida. She was heckling me, and I was like, eh, she's harmless. It's fun. And then she proceeded to evacuate her bowels all over the chair and onto the floor. Oh, my and God. I was like, oh, you are that drunk. You know when sometimes you can't, re- you don't realize how drunk somebody is until something physically happens to them? You're like, yes. oh. You you are incapacitated. And then her friends picked her up and carried her out like she had been wounded in a war. And um, <laughs> oh she was God. basically unconscious. And, uh, and it, it took up like 10 minutes of the show. Yeah, um, how do you recover a, from that? I, like, say, <laughs> I mean, you're on stage. How do you do go like back a moment to of, it? I like a moment of silence, <laughs> usually. And then, um, and then we all, you know, we all sign a card. <laughs> and send it to her, and we, we know how she's going to feel. And we all sign a card. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. Or, sorry, holy crap. Uh, <laughs> um, that I is... like how I've been swearing this whole time, and then you're like, holy oh, wait. shit. And then you have to I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because, you know, I'll be able to clean this up. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all right, so yeah. Joel McHale. You're I, gonna... I just want to point out that I'm at this airport. I'm in the – I came to – arrivals because it's always easier to go from the arrival deck instead of the departure deck for sure and a woman who clearly is not associated with picking anybody up uh, hold on yes we get it you took the muffler off your truck congratulations <laughs> um she is on a full-on jog she is not she's just decided to jog through the uh, roundabout uh, at the airport. Like right? this it's is where fun... she's working out. Yeah, this is her route. Yeah, <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah, hon, I'm going to do I'm a couple miles through the airport. It'll be fine, and I'll catch you later. Yeah, I'm going to do some burpees and baggage claim <laughs> if you don't mind. Hey, maybe I could pick up some heavy bags really quick. Uh, let me pop over and get some weights in too. <laughs> what the hell? That's, that's hilarious. Pretty, I guess that's Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. They're very in shape. <laughs> well, Joel, thank you so much for the time, man, especially as you're traveling. I really appreciate it. Uh, Joel's going to be here at Rivers Casino Events Center Saturday night. Yeah, Tickets yeah. available now, 21 and over. Uh, and please don't uh, shit in your seat. That's really the only request, as we've learned. Don't. Yeah. Or, you know, just keep it to urine. Yeah, that's keep fine. It urine. It's easier to clean up. That is why, you know, when my ancestors came from Europe, they were like, we hope we have a great, great grandson that will entertain people as they urinate all over themselves. <laughs> that is what they want. Well, uh, I, uh, as you know, or you don't know, all my family's coming to the show. So my dad's entire family lives in Chicago. So oh no way! You're going to get a lot. You're going to get a lot of McHale jokes. Okay, well, that's where the heckling is going to come from. Now we'll know. It's your family. Yeah, yeah. There will be a literally. I think my 92 year old aunt is coming. So uh, I, I've got some really dynamite pre World War II <laughs> jokes ready to go. <laughs> Yes, we're uh, actually collecting rubber on the way in, which is great, just to make her feel at home. So, it'll be good. Great. 
doing a USO drive. Um, well, thanks for having me. I'll of see course. you at uh, Hot, or I guess Hot Dogs is out of business now, but um, at some, maybe, uh, I don't know, some uh, Wiener Circle. Yeah, Wiener Circle. Sounds good. Yeah, we'll order a chocolate cake shake together and see what happens. It'll be great. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> All right, Joel, thank you so much. Right on. Really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you, and please appreciate the... Uh, the Subaru STI without the muffler that just drove by. It's yeah. no muffler day here at CTAC. Apparently, but that's awesome. I love it. All right, man, travel safe, and we'll see you Saturday. Thank you. Thanks so much, and uh, fly safely. Yep, that's what I'm saying <laughs> to you. Okay. <laughs> Cheers. All right, man, Thanks, bye-bye. Man. My thanks to Joel McHale. Uh, that has to be one of the funniest stand-up comic stories I have ever heard. I cannot believe that that happened to him. You can always hear the morning mix every morning from 530 to 10 on 101.9 The Mix in Chicago or listen online at WTMX.com or even with our free mix app. Get that in the Apple App Store and Google Play. And if you had that free mix app, you could have won tickets to see Joel live. He'll be at the Rivers Casino Event Center in Des Plaines on Saturday the 20th at 8 p.m. Tickets are still available. And all my thanks to Joel McHale from 101.9 The Mix. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to grammarly.com podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.